If you are an active duty service member, ready to transition out of the military, a loving spouse seeking support and resources on how to cope with PTSD, or maybe a military brat, ready to take the next steps to join the Air Force, or a veteran wanting to connect with others through shared experiences, then this is the right podcast for you. My name is Laura Figures, and this is the Freedom Isn't Free podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Laura Figures. First, thank you for joining me each and every single week as we continue to bring you inspiring stories or resources that address, is freedom free? Today, I wanted to take a moment to discuss sexual assault and trauma in the military. Now, exactly one year ago, Vanessa Goulian, an army soldier, was murdered on Fort Hood in Texas. Goulian was last seen around 1 p.m. on April 22nd in 2020 in a parking lot of her unit, the Regiment Engineer Squadron headquarters of the 3rd Cavalry Regiment. Now, Goulian's keys, her ID, her bank card, her barracks keys, they were all found inside of the armory where she worked. And her family felt as though that um, her disappearance was a little suspicious under those circumstances. Now, who was investigating this case under the jurisdiction? Um, was the U.S. Army Criminal Investigations Command, CID, um, the FBI with the Bell County Sheriff's Office, the Colleen Police Department, the Belton Police Department, um, Texas Park and Wildlife, the U.S. Marshals, and the Texas Rangers? Multiple Fort Hood units, including the 3rd Cavalry Regiment, began searching within two weeks of her disappearance, two weeks after April 22nd, 2020. Now, before Gillian went missing, she had told her family that she was being sexually harassed by a sergeant at Fort Hood and that the complaints by other female soldiers made against this sergeant had been dismissed. Now, her mother advised her, to report this individual. However, Gulian responded and said she could put a stop to it herself, but out of fear that her mother would be harmed for making a report. In early June, her mother told reporters that she did not trust the Army's handling of the investigation and that she believed that her family was being kept in the dark about some of the details that were being released about Vanessa's disappearance. Hundreds of people gathered at the gates of Fort Hood to protest what organizers felt was a lack of information on the case. Now the US Army's Criminal Investigations Command reported that they found no evidence that Gulian was assaulted, but investigators believe that there was foul play that was involved in her disappearance. And that was on June 13, 2020. Four days later, the League of United Latin American Citizens added a $25,000 reward on top of the $25,000 reward by the U.S. Army to find Vanessa. Two weeks later, Army investigators were called by some contractors that discovered partial human remains along the Leon River in Belton. This area had been previously searched by Texas Rangers and detectives and cavalry dogs on June 20th after a burn mount was discovered nearby. Investigators theorized that the remains previously buried under concrete had been dug up by wildlife. 
Later on that evening, around 8.30 p.m., authorities had interviewed an individual, Cecily Aguilar, a local area woman who was the estranged wife of a soldier at Fort Hood. Now, Aguilar was reported to be the girlfriend of Aaron David Robertson, a junior enlisted soldier. Robertson was the one that was last known with Vanessa on the day of her disappearance and had previously been interviewed by authorities in the case, where he stated that they were in contact about some equipment that she was working on. Now, Aguilar told police that Robinson told her about the killing of a female soldier on Fort Hood. At the request of law enforcement, Aguilar placed a controlled telephone call to Robinson, her husband, her estranged husband, who said, baby, they found the pieces. And text Aguilar multiple news articles to which he never denied anything. Aguilar allegedly helped Robertson dismember and dispose of Vanessa's body on April 22nd, 2020, after Robertson told Aguilar that he had bludgeoned Vanessa to death with a hammer inside the armory where in which he worked. After the discovery of the partial human remains, on the evening of June 30th, Robinson left the base after hearing the news of the discovery. In the wee hours of July 1st, Colleen police located and attempted to contact with Robertson, who produced a handgun and ultimately killing himself before he could be taken into custody. Vanessa Gullian's family has called for justice and improvement on the ways that sexual assault and harassment claims are being made and handled by the military. Not only do I see that the military has failed Vanessa Gullian, but also there are several um, Texas lawmakers that also have felt this way. They have actually put together a bill that targeted sexual assault, sexual harassment reform in the military. Texas legislators have introduced a new bill aiming to protect service members from sexual harassment and sexual assault. This bill is the I Am Vanessa Gullian Act or H.R. 8270. The bill won't be introduced to Congress until May 10th. Now, this ordeal has opened up my eyes to shocking gaps in the Army's procedures or lack thereof when it comes to sexual harassment and assault. It really revealed basically a deeper rooted systematic toxic culture of sexual harassment and the Army can do better. They have to do better. The military failed Vanessa Gullian, plain and simple. And it's up to our legislators not to fail another enlisted soldier ever again. Now, if this bill gets passed, the Vanessa Gullian Act, Texas can be leading the example in protecting Texas military service members from sexual assault and ensuring swift justice is being delivered to the victims. Now, an independent investigation into Fort Hood last year revealed that leaders created a permissive environment that allowed for a culture of crimes to exist, especially sexual assault. Now, as of now, sexual assault cases are investigated by someone in a victim's direct chain of command. Now, this process is problematic because the investigators almost always has a direct connect with the suspect and the victim. But under the I Am Vanessa Gillian Act, those not in the victim's direct chain of command will be allowed to investigate cases of sexual assault and sexual harassment within the military. 
the hopes is that this litigation will can will encourage um, you know more victims to come forward without fear of retaliation from their superiors while also helping lead to more prosecution because the outside parties will not have the bias of someone in the suspect or victim's chain of command. This past Wednesday, the Texas House urged the United States Congress to pass the I Am Vanessa Gillian Act. The Texas Senate Committee also heard on Wednesday a version of the resolution. Now, if the committee decides to approve the resolution, it will go to the full Senate for consideration. This is basically the military's Me Too movement, and we're going to take full advantage to amplify it and to cause the kind of changes that, that need to take place. In July, after Gillian's body was found, hundreds of survivors of sexual assault and harassment shared their stories under the hashtag, I am Vanessa Gillian. Now, there is a program in the Army that does do investigations for sexual harassment and sexual assault. But after her death, it basically prompted the Army to do a, to launch basically an investigation examining Fort Hood's SHARP program, which is the Sexual Harassment Assault Response and Prevention Program. Now, this program was designed to prevent sexual harassment and sexual assaults before they occur. Now, their goal is to eliminate sexual assaults and sexual harassment by creating a climate that respects the dignity of every member of the Army family. They strive to reduce the stigma of reporting, protect the victim, increase prevention, investigation, prosecution, and victim care capabilities, increase training and resources, and also refine and sustain response capabilities. Now, sexual harassment and sexual assault are inconsistent with the Army values, and they will not be tolerated. However, one assault is one too many. And the SHARP program is designed to foster a climate of trust that respects and protects our soldiers, the civilians, and their family members. Now, if you visit their website for your Army installation, there are several pages with plenty of information about reporting, how to report, where to go, who to talk to. There is an on-call 24 by 7 sexual assault response hotline, a safe helpline, and a veterans crisis line. They have procedures put in place for if you are a military service member or a dependent family member, if you are a spouse or an intimate partner of a military service member, if you are a DOD employee, or a formal employee of the federal government, or if you're a US citizen. Perhaps the best way to put it, and the most important way to put it, is we need to keep saying to anyone out there who has ever been assaulted, you are not alone. We have your back. We are here for you. If you or anyone you may know have been sexually assaulted or think you may have been, Go to a safe location away from the perpetrator. And if you want to talk with someone or want assistance, please contact the 24 hour by 7 sexual assault response hotline at 410-322-7154. And today I want to close out with a quote. You took away my worth, my privacy, my energy, my time, 
my safety, my intimacy, my confidence, my own voice, until now. Thank you everyone for joining me today and taking a moment to discuss sexual assault and trauma in the military. For those of you that are listening, as always, don't forget to thank a veteran for their service. I love hearing from you, my listeners, military heroes, veterans, spouses. Message me your stories and let your voice be heard. And while you're doing that, go inside the podcast app, leave a five-star review and a five-star rating. This helps us reach more people. And if you want to be a part of this mission by helping us provide a voice for our service members, then make sure you subscribe. It makes a difference by leaving a review. And remember to thank a veteran.